It's bonus pod 178. You've got tickets to show at Edinburgh Fringe. It's an un- 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 underground word of mouth hit. It's not in the it's not in the Fringe Guide online. You don't even have any flyers. It's literally just word of mouth. You're not even sure if it if it exists, but but must it? Everyone's talking about it. Somehow, you get a ticket. Um, you had to ask a, a drug dealer for it. He's selling. You're saying pills, cocaine, and tickets to the hottest word of mouth show on the fringe, and it's it's in it's in the it's in the dungeon on McGovernor Street, and you 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 walk. It's this dank sort of very very old building. And you walk down the stairs, and and you come across someone wearing a, a t-shirt that says "The Dungeon." And you go, "Oh, hi! I'm here for the show." And they go, "Well, just because I'm wearing a shirt called The Dungeon, you think I work here?" And they're like, "And you're like, oh, sorry, do you not?" And they go, "Well, yeah, but it's not nice to assume, is it? Anyway, do you have a ticket?" And you show them the the e-ticket on your phone, and they bloop it with their phone, and and they're like it's down there and you walk down the stairs and there's another person wearing a t-shirt and it says uh the dungeon and you say so sorry can i it's a show this is a show i'm looking for the show and they go what just because i'm wearing a t-shirt called the dungeon the thing you think they're making i work here and you go what no. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, why else would you? And they go, ah. Okay, let me just scan your ticket. And you go, someone upstairs already scanned And they go, let me scan your ticket. And you're like, fine. And you get it out of your phone. And they bloop it. And you're like, and and they're like, it's just down there. And you go down the stairs. And there's another person with a t-shirt that says the dungeon on it. And you're sorry. I'm looking for the show. Is the show done? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have a ticket? And 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 you go yeah and you, yeah it's already been scanned well, well I need to see it and you you say okay you take out your phone you show them the ticket and they go what just because I'm wearing a t-shirt that says the dungeon that thinks that means I want to see your ticket and what and you, well you asked me you asked me for it you asked me but and he goes ah yeah go on through it's just it's just through these doors and you go through the doors and you are back outside the entrance to the dungeon. And you, and you look around. You, how did I? I was going downstairs, and I've come back up. But and then, just as you turn to go back into the dungeon, the door just goes like that. And then um, a slat covers the the eye level grill in the door, and on the slat the, um, is the word Finn. And and you go. That was literally. The best underground show of the fringe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you get two pats on the shoulder, you turn around, it's me and Pierre, and we go in unison, shout right in your face, right up close to your face, five stars! <laughs> Welcome to Bonus <laughs> Yes. I really liked the, um, I really related to it because I had to have my e ticket scanned pointlessly by like four people on the way into a show. Yeah. 
It was like a, some Soviet scheme to ensure maximum employment. <laughs> yeah. And they were really aggy about it. Like, I walked past them and they're like, um, excuse me? And it's like, well, it's been scanned twice by your colleagues down this corridor where I could not be in this corridor had I not been scanned already. Mm-hmm. You can see them. You can see they're them. They're just there. And they're wearing your bright t-shirt. Yeah. And you know them because they're your colleagues. So what, what is this? They're like, well, I, just, I need to scan it though. And you're like, fine. But what is the level of tension here? Yeah, you're like, someone should have taken a de- um, decision module at A-level maths. <laughs> yeah. Someone hasn't taken D1 and it shows. Someone should just... You've, you've, there are three bottlenecks here. <laughs> someone should just chill out. Someone should have done chill out studies for a B-tech. <laughs> Should do a BTEC and chilling out, mate. Um, yes, I like that a lot. And I think, should it exist at the fringe, it would be a massive hit. Yeah, like a sort of Escher, an, a sort of Escher painting experience. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And the idea of like the ticket scanning and like the slightly resentful, surly mm. workers. It's not immersive theatre, it's immersive front of house. You're not even in theatre. Everyone's done immersive theatre. No one's done immersive front of house. No one's done immersive FOH. <laughs> <laughs> I love immersive front of house. <laughs> People are just going, it's amazing. It's like you really believe there's a ticket desk. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, yeah, a show that's about the expectation of a show. Yeah, and then people would write these long articles. Be like, it's about anticipation. It's about bureaucracy. It's about bureaucracy's mm. place in limiting access to the arts. It's Kafka-esque. It's Kafka-esque. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I think it would actually be really good. I think it would be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fringe the experience would be quite funny. That's quite a funny idea for an immersive theatre show. It's all these references to what being on a fringe is like. And you never... immersive... Yeah, there's like an improv game where you have to talk to a, another comedian in the bar about a show you haven't seen but you have to pretend you have (laughs) and they score you on how well you can riff based on like them going like what about that bit where the big elephant cardboard cutout came down or whatever yeah then the number of times I've I've said the phrase I'm just here for a week this this (laughs) week has been like I feel like I've been I'm I've been cursed in a Greek myth. <laughs> the number of times I've said it. I'm just here for I just a week. Re- no, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done now. I'm just here for a week. Oh, for just for a week. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it just nice. just dropping in. Just dropping in. A bit cowardly, really. But no, no. I think that's how we should do it. Yeah. I think the fridge is too long. The fridge is too long. I think the fridge is too long. Oh, Sisyphus. I, we need. <laughs> we needs to be an amnesty. There needs to be an amnesty where we all just get together on one big like email thread and go, okay, guys, we've all we've all said the things. Yeah. And if there's nothing to say, I think it's fine to just silently hold hands. We just hold each other's hands like like a wedding vow. Yeah. And just go. It's fine, isn't it? And the other person will go, it is. Yeah, it's fine. Or we all agree that we can just sit and sip our pints in silence, like the Dockers in season two of The Wire. Yes, sip our pints in silence. And, and just every now and then, just like a really heavy sigh. <sighs> like we're out of breath. Yeah. That's what I want. Not, not all the time, but a lot of times. Not most of the time. Not a lot of the times. Um, oi, oi, oi. Yeah. yeah, I'm just here for a week or 
explaining that what room or time husband going husband going yeah fine the answer I, I, I yeah I just sort of want to put my hands gently on their ears and just say I don't know <laughs> I don't know man I don't know how it's going none of us do really none of us do we, we, we think we have an idea of how it's going now but how's it going in the grand scheme of things how it's, how it's going yeah how is it going yeah what is it Let's get real here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. For all I know is that my experience of it is that it is going fine. The Edinburgh Fringe is an amazing festival where they get together people who are almost chemically against small talk and they just <laughs> smush them into a bar. Yeah. And they go, don't worry, the bar's going to be loud. <laughs> and you go, okay, good. So we'll have to shout the things that neither of us wants to hear. I think I'm especially bad at having conversations in loud areas, which... And we could come back to it. Is on the checklist for an autism diagnosis. Yes, yes. It's a overlapping voices is generally. Yeah, the, if I'm talking to someone and I overhear another conversation, my mind will just will focus in on the other conversation. Yeah, man, I have it so much. And but you seem quite you're quite good at holding conversation in noisy places. I, I very rarely see you go. Sorry, what was that? I, I'm always going. Sorry, what? I didn't. Because I've 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 like I've got like I'm concentrating on it, working, at. Um, the level you would concentrate if it was your first time on a snowboard. That's, yeah. that's how like focused I am on making this conversation work. Mm. And I'm like tuning out 11 different other radio stations of mm. fucking madness around me. When we were at that loud restaurant last night, we were all crammed together in the corner with like some other tables nearby. And there was a lady sat at an angle behind me and she kept like flicking her hair really sort of salaciously and nice. it would just go all over the back of my neck which is a whippy yeah but her hair wasn't tied up so it was just like cascade of hair that would just go and like stroke down my own neck and go a bit in my t-shirt before leaving again and every time I wanted just to turn around and go just yell right to her table of friends just going you can scream, laugh at your own bad anecdotes. I can't stop you. It's a free country. But the hair on my hair, it's got to stop. <laughs> Flick your hair to another angle, madam. Or just stop flicking it. What's that? What is it for? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's perfectly voluminous. That's what I want to scream. I'm sure it's what, perfectly what voluminous. What stories are you trying to punctuate? And you're not flirting because you're with your girlfriends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's not like a sexy look. Like shampoo advert thing. It's yeah. like, are you worried your hair is fl fl flat? Is that a thing? It gets. Does it get flat? Yeah. Is it like a pillow? Like you gotta like plump, 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 plump your plump your hair up. Yeah. 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 So that kind of thing. Like, but we by the end of the night, um, we were in this restaurant, and for some somehow we were the there were only three tables left, and they were all around us in this one corner, and also loud, and it looked like we were staging a play in the restaurant <laughs> called Loud Tables. Loud Tables, yeah, five stars. The Loud Table, Loud Tables, um, and like the rest of the restaurant was empty, so we could have each had our own like full corner of the restaurant, yeah. like if we were in the mafia. <laughs> and instead, it was like no you're all going to look like you're celebrating the same person's birthday. <laughs> Just like in this corner. Yeah. And it's going to be like, going for a piss is going to be like going um, bouldering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like rock climbing and going, oh, excuse me, like, oh, like, like lifting a leg at a weird angle just to get over a table. 
you'll have to squeeze between so many ca- burning candles. Yeah, and that the it's ca- astonishing someone hasn't been set fire to. Today. These candles were proper, like fucking Dracula candles. Yeah, tall, big flame. Big flame. I'm saying a three-inch flame. I, I, as we were sat down, there's a, a gal on the table next to us who got up to like greet a, a friend who just arrived, and she had. Um, some girls have this top that it's sort of most of the like ninety percent of the materials on the front and on the back is just a little bit that comes around and ties in a bow and yeah. holds up the top. It's like and, a front only piece yes, of clothing. <laughs> front only piece of clothing, and the the two bunny ears of of the knot behind her were just were just flirting with this flame. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, there was about to be a really sexy mishap. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. I burned the string. To the to the point that you know when someone is close enough to a flame that that you're not going to say anything just yet, but you you're not going to look away until they've moved away from the flame. Yes, yeah. Um it's like as a civic duty that you keep an eye on the situation until they are safely away from the flame. Yeah. And it was definitely it was one of those. It was like if this gas takes 10 centimeters back, there's, she's, there's going to be a problem. The, uh, Unless that top is EU, EU certified. Yeah. And then, then in which case we're dealing with some singeing. Singeing, singeing. But these candles were in the tops of wine bottles and were tall. So it's like a two foot high thing with a big mm-hmm. flame on the end. And they were placed, the wine bottles were placed, I'm going to say, a centimeter from the edge of the table. Because <laughs> what I love is not just a, a, a naked flame, but an unstable naked An unstable naked flame there, yeah. on top of some glass. <laughs> So there's like a falling, shattering, burning, like there's so many elements to it. It's like an informational video problem. Yeah. What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> That's right. It's too close to the edge of the table. What else? Yeah. Yes. A glass container. Like just, oh my God. And it was like on the edge of the table that people squeeze through and the gap yes. was like less than an ass with. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And not just one, one candle perched precariously at the end of one table, but also on the other. So you're going yeah. through... A pass. It's like you're in 300. <laughs> a narrow pass. A narrow flaming pass. Well, there's two big king statues in that bit in Lord of the Rings. With, them, <laughs> with their hands up. But they've got big flames on them. <laughs> Massive flames for heads. And you have to like squeeze your little jeans through. So you, oh, excuse me. Oh. And every time it happens, I would have to just be like, yeah. And like stop paying attention a bit to be like, is someone getting burned? <laughs> and we had sat directly underneath a speaker that was blasting alternately... Islands in the Stream by Krista Berg or something? Simply, I don't know who did that. Yeah, I can't remember. Islands in the Stream! It's, it's a two-piece, two one guy in the yeah. in it. And then, so Islands in the Stream, some sort of opera, theatrical opera, and then a podcast at one point, or just I like some stand-up. Yeah, it sounded like an, either a live stand-up album or a live podcast. It's very peculiar. But we're talking at like full busy restaurant volume. <laughs> So while we were having a conversation, a recorded conversation of someone with an American accent was being Guantanamo bayed <laughs> above our fucking heads. Like a challenge, like, can you talk while there's talking? And we're playing a recording of talking, fire. <laughs> and Glenn, we were with a comedian and a friend of the podcast, Glenn Moore, and he was saying it was like trying to order food in a storm. <laughs> like on board. I said it was like trying to order food during the, the fight scene from Master and Commander. Yes, yes, yes. Just cannonballs like <laughs> ripping through. I would like the dark. <laughs> what? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, it makes sense that we have these similar traits because people cluster socially with similar traits. Which similar traits? Oh, comedians. 
Yeah, or just like weird social shit. Like paying attention with other sounds. Oh, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. Of course, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I really gravitate. (laughs) Ben Brady is always at pains to to point out how many good close friends I have are on the spectrum. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah. And every time I meet someone new, I'm like, I like their style. A month later, so there'll be a post like, guys, it's been a long journey, but I've just been tired. I was was like, what? Come on. You're like um, you're like a blade oh, right. for autism. You're like right. a, a daywalker. Like yes, you're just autistic enough, like a vampire. Like you've got vampire super strength. Right. Yeah. 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 But you can walk around in the day. Yeah. But you're 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 still like similar. You can smell them. Yeah. You can you can you suck blood. You know. <laughs> but you're not full not fully there. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the Van Helsing of Spectrum. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how cool Van Helsing got in all the retellings when in the original thing he was just like an accountant, basically? Well, in the original tales? Yeah, he was just like this boring, like, like almost like academic. But he hunted vampires. Yeah, he kind of, but he's like an old like researcher who's like... Like he wasn't there with like a fucking leather jacket and a fucking cod piece, like and that's the original story. Who played him in the movie? Was it Hugh Jackman? I think so. Um, and then it got to this thing where it's like, no, he's like he's he's always been hunting things, and he's got like a crossbow, and yeah. he's dressed in bondage gear actually. <laughs> oh, he's cool, he's cool. And it's like, no, it should be a guy in a tweed jacket saying, I've read many old books about this guy. <laughs> Quite an old fucking guy. Um. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's your your yeah. You're a daywalker. Yeah, yeah, for autists. <laughs> yes, but yeah, there is apparently that is apparently a real phenomenon: the social clustering. Yeah. Yeah. What's people who are comfortable with silence? People who are comfortable with silence and people who don't make mad interpretative statements or leaps. Yeah. Well, so like if you're used to just like meaning what you say. Yes. And people go, oh, is it because you're. You're worried about this, and you go, "What? No, right. that's just what I said. Right, I just, right, I'm right. just thirsty. Right, right, right. There's nothing more to this. No, it's I didn't just... think about it before I said it. I'm just like, "Oh, I'm thirsty," and they go, "Oh, sorry, are we bothering you?" You go, "What bothering? No, I'm just thirsty." And then you panic because you're like, "Did I seem like I was being bothered?" The other day, I was having lunch with some, with some, um, with our, our friend Rebecca. Yes. And a comedian Ivor Graham and a comedian Finn Taylor, and. Ivor was telling Rebecca's story and just um, and accidentally spat a bit of salad onto Rebecca's arm, and yeah. and they, they he she had noticed, but then Ivor just kept telling the story, but I interrupted by just pointing at Rebecca's arm and going salad on your arm like that, <laughs> and 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 ever, ever, and then Finn just went autistic like that. <laughs> I was like, what? How? <laughs> I don't see how that's autistic. Surely you want to know. Salad on your arm. Maybe it's because you said it like that. Because <laughs> like when I sent you the same test that I've been doing, I don't know, the spoilers if you haven't seen my Edinburgh show, guys, but it's all about this kind of thing. Um, you scored like bang on threshold, but not over. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't score high at all, but you also didn't score like four. Yeah. Um, but it is funny to go salad on your arm. I score enough to be the oldest whisperer. I'm like, I'm, yeah. the, I'm the whisperer. Yeah, yeah, you're the whisperer. Um, that's that funny. <laughs> I think to interrupt the anecdote to do it is. Yeah, I guess that's it. It's just it? to be like, 
just to not assume. Like Ivo, the Ivo is, I would say, socially aware to the point where it almost has crippled him. <laughs> and it's one of the things that makes him such good company. Is he's so polite and so like on it. Yeah. So he would have seen that like a hawk sees a rat from a mile away. That piece of salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebecca, who knows? Yeah. She could have seen it. She might not have. Yeah. So maybe that was the bit that where we crossed over into slightly spectrumy behavior was just to go, salad, <laughs> on your arm. I think maybe it would have been less so at the end of the anecdote. Yeah, and I think I've started to behave more that way recently just because I've started allowing myself to. I used to hide it a lot. Um, yeah. But now I'm just like, I can just be, I can just be straight with people and just... Well, that's it. You, you, you mask less. I mean, I'm finding that a lot where I'm just like, uh, God, I find this very stressful. Why? It's brilliant. And you go, oh, no, I just don't think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've always found the very stressful ones. People so are just really go then. speaking enthusiastically about something and I, I don't like it or don't know it. I, I, I just like, I want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we've got it. We've we've got to go. We've got to go. It's a busy sorry. day. Sorry, guys. It's um, the it's madness up here, and we feel like we've been slowly poisoned in a medieval plot to replace the king. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, but thanks for listening. Normal service will resume next week. Yes. We hope when we're all recovered and safe. We will see you then. See you then, guys. Bye. Bye.